send all this to you. Yes. Anyway, hello nerdy adventurers and dice rolling fiends, and welcome to another episode of Roll What You Will with our wonderful misfits and myself, Marcus Merrick, as your DM. Hello. Yes. Uh, start things off with a couple of uh, words from us, one of which is uh, definitely that listener support down at the bottom of our anchor page. It helps us help you. But wait, there's more. And yes, there is a such thing as a but wait. It attaches to the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're gonna kill Alex by tonight, honey. Oh, I understand. <laughs> with no, you're gonna make me live forever with all this laughing. <laughs> with all that being said, we do uh, definitely support, or do definitely appreciate any of you who uh, support us uh-huh. on uh, Anchor, because that means that we can provide you with better, uh, pretty much everything. Uh-huh. Um, and with that being said, I shall turn it over to uh, our lovely full elf. Yep, I'm a full elf. That would be me. Hi. Um, shirt link is in the bio, as always. If you want to clicky-poo that, check those out. The um, Roll What You Will merch that has our lovely DM's face on it. And the Danger Dutch merch. Um, also... Today is the last day of National Infertility Awareness Week. Um, so there is a GoFundMe pinned to our Twitter page. So please, please, please check that out. Share it. Donate if you can. Um, that would mean a lot to those of us going through infertility. And I just wanted to thank everybody for the birthday wishes for me yesterday. You guys are awesome. And those of you who, uh, participated in self-promo Saturday. Thank you so much. We have, we're like halfway to a thousand followers on Twitter. So you guys are awesome and we love you. So check out that GoFundMe and the shirts and all the fun things we have linked down below. Yeah, that's it. With that all being said, uh, last we left off we were in the middle of a battle, and yes, we do apologize for not being here last week. I, unfortunately, was a little bit mush of the brain from doing the worky shit. Two jobs is a hell of a thing, man. Right. Like that. Two jobs. Yes. Um, in any case, last we left off, the party was in the middle of a fight with the uh, ship captain of this yacht that they're on. Iron Maiden, I think. No, that's the Ironclad Beauty. Oh, whatever. It's on the page. So a podcast says Iron Maiden. I was gonna... Anyway. Um, Are we running to the hills? No, we're not running for our lives. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. (laughs) Maybe later. But if you fire your musket, I'll run you through. <laughs> That's right. Um, but anyway, they're fighting the captain on the ironclad beauty. Uh, and mm-hmm. had actually uh, trapped the first mate inside of a wall of water being formed into pretty much a circle. 
Zan, unfortunately, is in the next room bleeding out from being hit with something. I can't remember what it was. But he got hit. We know but that. he got hit. And is currently <laughs> laying there bleeding out. Um, which are... We might as well just pick up initiative where it was. Yeah, because uh, Davos and I are in that room together. Yeah. Peeking around the corner. Pew, pew! Which... If I remember correctly, we were on the last part of our initiative block. Mm -hmm. And yes, if you guys want to know more about how I run that, leave us a comment. Um, but we are in the last part of our initiative block, and that would be Cirrus, Tea Leaf, and Becky in that yeah. little initiative block. Yeah. Um, Okay, map is not messed up. I would say check your notes. Okay. It's actually already in chat, and I know how it's all set up. Uh, Becky was facing off against the first mate, while the first mate is actually on the very edge of the wall of water. Mm -hmm. The captain, on the other hand, had pushed outside of the wall of water and was charging, was actually fighting Tea Leaf in one of the corridors. Okay, so the first mate so, is like... Okay. Zan, you... Davos. Davos. Tea Leaf. Cirrus. Uh, first Mate. First, no, that is actually the Captain. Oh, Captain, sorry. And then Cirrus is with Tea Leaf, I believe. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, see that. First Mate. Okay, so that first mate is still in the wall of water where Davos and I can do the thing. Where did Cirrus go? I don't know. Oh, yes, that's where Cirrus went because she's actually one of my other minis. Put her back up with those minis. Ah. One moment, DM must step to the mini shelf. Correction, mini bookcase. I was going to say, there's definitely more than enough minis for one shelf. Yeah. It's two full shelves. That's minis. beautiful. This is why you need to go here and just see all the minis. Yeah. There you are. You find her? One, one day when I grow up, I'm going to have minis just like that. <laughs> when Tea Leaf becomes a real boy. And she's... Yeah, right. <laughs> when, I meet the, when I meet the good fairy. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, I have found her. That is where she is. Okay. We found you, boo. You chilling. You on the board now. Yep. I'm back. I've been found. <laughs> okay, so it's Cirrus, Tea Leaf, and Becky going, right? Yes, okay. this is Cirrus, Tea Leaf, and Becky. All right. So mom's kicking first mate booty. Uh, it, because of our block initiatives... It doesn't really matter who goes. It doesn't matter which one of you three goes first, as long as one of you three goes. Okay. So it's between Becky, Davos, and myself? No. It is Becky. between Becky, Tea Leaf, and Cirrus. And Where am I on the board? Take a picture now. You might as well. Uh, looking right up at the captain going, oh, hi there. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be there anymore. Hang on. Boop. Hello, memes that I didn't know were here before. Oh, I'm no. sorry. There's 27 of them. I know, but all of a sudden they kind of like popped up. Like, what? Okay. There you are, Tea Leaf. Picture sending. Picture inbound. And Sirius is the one standing behind you, if you're curious. Yes. I unfortunately have yet to customize that specific mini. We just need to green stuff her and address to you some horns. Mm -hmm. I know Sirius has some. Tea flicks. They flee tea. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, am I, if I move, am I going to provoke attack of opportunity? Uh, because of where you're at specifically? Probably. But as a bonus action, I can do disengage. Yes, you can, because you're a fucking sneaky hobbitsy rogue. Rogues. <laughs> yes. Rogues. But I remember that I can do things. <laughs> I can do things. Okay. All right, so I'm going to disengage. All right, as a bonus. As a bonus action, and now I'm, then I'm going to dash as my regular action to get the hell away from them to a safe range. I can pull you in the room with us. Well, there's one of two ways that you can go. There is through pretty much the captain's square or through Cirrus's square. Okay. I mean, I can do both because I am a hobbit. I can go through their square. Yeah. Um, which would be safer? Which would give me the most space where I can still see my target? That's a good question. You are going to disengage, and because the captain is, you know... He is currently disarmed, actually, and has just been making magical attacks against you guys. Run, <laughs> Swinging around Cirrus, you duck back into a uh, storage room. That was right behind the area. Sirius is like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where'd he go? Yeah, don't, don't mind me. I'm just... Excuse I, me, excuse me, excuse yeah. me. No, you swing, you know, pretty much scuttle in between her and the wall of the corridor itself. And yes. sneak yourself into uh, one of the side storage rooms. 
Well, it's just a quick cursory glance around, uh, mostly full of barrels and crates. Really can't tell the contents, though from basic smells, you can tell it's somewhat foodstuffs, at least part of it. Uh, definitely pickling agents somewhere in there, a slight Pickles. smoke spell, smell, and um, something you can't put your finger on it. You smelled it before down in Ocean Song, but you can't put your finger on it. If that little hobbit walks out at the end of this fight with a jar of pickles, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I wanna know what that smell is now. It's so distracting that I must know. You have moved all of ten feet, so you're aware. Oh yeah, I definitely wanna go see what that smell is. Okay, ducking back another uh, ten extra feet, leaving you five more feet of movement. You root around, and I'll just say this is spending the last five of your movement. No, you use the dash action, so you technically have 50 total movement this round. Oh, shit, yeah, he does. Yep. So, rooting around and just using up your movement, not your action to move, um, inside of some of these, you actually open it up and give me a constitution save. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Roll high, TV. Roll high. Unprepared as hell. Pickled Harry. <laughs> pickled Harry. Nat 20. Yeah. Okay, as you crank it open, um, since you rolled a nat 20, I'm going to pass this off to Cirrus. She's the next closest. Constitution save, my dear. That'd be you. You're the rest. Oh, no. Mine's in my backpack. And... <laughs> Since you actually have that issue of um, keen senses due to your order of the lichen, disadvantage. Oh, so now you have to roll it again and take the lower number. I freaking hate disadvantage. So... 12 plus 2, so 14. 14. You're now technically sickened. Oh. I'm not. She's what? Sickened. Oh, no. Sickened. So whatever that smell is was really powerful. And oh, yes. no. It's fucked you up now. Oh, restrained, stunned, and conscious. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, no, for... insulting anyone like this? (laughs) No, it's mostly because your senses are so heightened because of being part of the Order of the Lycan. Yeah. Yeah, it works well in your advantage when you're looking for somebody, but when it's just this random smell of putrid herring... (laughs) No thanks. Yeah. You are now second. You have disadvantage on attack and ability checks. Because, girl, you might throw up. Until your next short rest. (laughs) Look at her. (laughs) Look at the look she's got. (laughs) Tea Leaf, you fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, no, looking in it, eyeballs still intact, smoky smell emanating from it, and you realize why you recognized it from Ocean Song. It's because plenty of um, 
of the ships were loading this onto them as part of the rations for the sailors. And with Oceansong being a port city in the Aflonian Empire... Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Gross. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to close this barrel now. It's pickled herring, isn't it? Yes. Putrid pickled herring. Like, this seems that even in their hungriest, they will not touch it. That's how. Gross. Even even at its best, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's not okay. Yep. That's generous. That's not okay. Um, where else would you like to move? Because there's still uh, several other barrels, several other crates. Uh, looking at them, no, these crates and or barrels do indeed have the Aflonian stamp on them. You guys have seen it enough, you know that it's the Aflonian stamp. You can uh, use that, that hearing as a biological weapon against the captain. You, you open that, you must open it with intent. I swear to God. You better have a plan if you open anything else. Yeah. And you better do it I might just, die. I'm I just, might die of noxious fumes. I'm just hungry. <laughs> Ranged attack against the captain's nose with a uh, pickled herring. Just yeet a pickled Slug. herring at him. Slingshot the herring to his face. Yeah. <laughs> you already decided you were taking the dash action. Alright, I'm going to just get back to the door. And prepare my next my next attack. Okay. Uh, with preparing your next attack, I'll just say you have advantage on that next attack. Because you're sitting there monitoring how everything is going. Um, and you burn off the rest of your movement speed, action, blah, blah, blah. Unless there's something you wish to do for your bonus. I already did it by disengaging. Oh, yes, that's right. Alright. So I'm good. Becky, oh um, or Cirrus, whoever. Um, I'm the one in between the two, correct? No. Okay. No. Yes. No, that was tea leaf. No, that yeah, that was definitely tea leaf. Hang on. You wanna? Oh. Hang on. So I'm the one. No, no, no. Take a picture. So that one I just did, and I'm sending it. Here, hold up. You're getting a picture sent. Yep. Because that picture, uh, the short one there, was actually tea leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Getting the hell away from them. And opening up herring. Yes, herring. Ew. Are you gonna go chop down a tree? <laughs> the herring. Oh, herring. It's sending, sorry. But no, you were actually uh, squaring off against the first mate, Becky. Working on it. It's a going. There we go. The lake? Okay. Awesome. That's what I thought. So, 
just confused me for a bit when you said we were like all there. Yeah, you um, guys are there. It's the same that we did last time, so I was like Yeah. Anyway. Um I am playing off with the first middle uh You had taken uh, your ogre form as your bonus action, but I say, or you had switched over to uh, the giant focus, so to say, yeah. as your bonus action because you had already used up your movement speed and your action, and then used yeah. your bonus action in order to switch over, and then you could not do ogre form as part of your bonus action because you already burned it. Okay. But that was last round. So that's what I thought. Um, would I be able to do overcome now the bonus action to pull out my your my bonus action is still. I think I still have my sword. Yes, you do indeed still have your sword because you were using it to stab at the uh, weak points in the first mate's armor. Yes. So I'm going to go over the and still hold on to my sword. Okay. And because you're going ogre form and still holding on to your sword, unfortunately I have to grab a completely different mini because at least they're not that far away. Yeah. Use this one now. Yes, for your other form, kind of. Uh, for the time being, I'm letting you use it. Um, fuck. Here, let me take a picture so she can see. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. I have a lucky duck on me foot. Yep. Hang on. That's fine. Boop. I'm just going to send it to check as well. Hello. I know. And then uh, you're going to have to put that in the hallway. Boop. With the first mate? Yep. Okay. Okay. And Becky, because you were doing this uh, with an intelligence-based capability, I need you to give me an intelligence skill check. So this will be with your proficiency bonus. Okay. Okay. Seventeen plus uh, modified nineteen. Okay. Okay. Because the space is small enough that a regular person can fit through 
and two people have to, you know, turn sideways in order to pass each other. A large person, on the other hand, such as someone going into an ogre form, has a little bit harder time. Though out of sheer fucking will, you have grown into the size of an ogre in the space that does not fit an ogre. Such is the reason why they call other people the wall. You have now become... A wall. A wall. Effectively blocking off that hallway going that way. So, I'm stuck in the hallway now. You're not stuck. You're just wide enough across that no one can come at you, bro. Okay, which can have an advantages. Um, but, yes, go right ahead and roll your attack throw. Or, yeah, do your attack now because that's what you were wanting to do. Yeah. Um... The first thing is still in front of me, though, correct? Yep. Yep. He can't go anywhere else. Would I be able to, with my being stuck in the hallway, would I be able to move my arms enough to, like, attack him with my sword? Yes. Okay, because I'm like, if I'm just standing there, like, eh, eh, I'm going to breathe on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you, on you. you at least, because they are taller... They're just not that wide. You at least have the capability to somewhat swing. Um, and being who you are and remembering upon your training, relying on your training. I don't have any training! Relying on your training as a mystic and having fought in the monastery with uh, smaller forces and in smaller quarters, you're okay. She's good. Like, this would really suck if I made myself so big because I didn't think about that part. Um, okay, so I am going to try and attack him with my sword. And 16 plus... Uh, what is What's your strength? Like, my strength modifier is plus three. Plus six with your proficiency bonus. You have a 22 to hit. Ooh. Okay. You hit. Well, I was going to say, if I don't, then fuck me. <laughs> uh, that, that, that. No, that, that definitely hits him. Roll okay. damage. And that is the... Eight, six, and four. Yeah. Get him. Come on, please. <laughs> Seven points of damage. Plus three because of your Plus strength. Right. So ten. So ten. But still. Not bad. 
10 points of damage. As you actually cleave into him, you can see the spot where it pierces into his armor and just straight up slashes through it. There is a section in his armor that is just completely frosted over now, and underneath, you see the tiniest bit of blood leak out. Okay. Black. As the night is dark and full of terrors. Five references. <laughs> copyright, copyright. Right? Don't sue me, Disney. <laughs> uh, don't sue me, Disney. It is completely black, and just a few seconds after you pull your sword away from striking him, you can see that even the black blood that he has completely freezes over as well. Nice. Okay. That is good. I light up the flea upon that one. Yes. That was a good hit. That was a magnificent hit. Okay. And no, you already yep. burned off your bonus action. The only thing you can do now is move if you wanted to. Um, but why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, that, like, I'm in a good spot. Nobody can get by me. Um, nobody can get by me either way. So if there's somebody sneaking up behind me, they can't join the fight. They might be able to stab me in the back, but. Oh, and did you add your uh, four temporary hit points in the beginning of your turn? Oh, yeah, because she gets those. Because being an immortal at level two, you get four temporary hit points at the beginning of every single turn. Yes, I did do that. I did remember that part. Okay. And I do, with ogre going bigger, I get like five temporary hit points as well. Yeah, no, you get five temporary hit points from just being ogre. I think, yeah. I will have to look at that, but I know because of being a immortal, you get four temporary hit points beginning of your round. Oh, now so I, have, I knew I had to Yeah. So in ogre form, you're getting nine temporary hit points per, per turn? Probably. Yeah. No, I get five just for going bigger, and four temporary hit points every turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I get nine to begin with, and then four... And then four, and then yeah. four. Yeah. Yep. So, Be Becky's a beast at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In any case, serious, you're the only one who hasn't gone. <laughs> I think she's a little afraid she's gonna throw up. <laughs> she's a little bit too stoned. Oh, boy. Her character's gonna yak. Yeah, really. I'm scared to do anything. No, oh, I didn't say you had to yak. I just said you had the sickened condition and therefore had disadvantage on your attack and skill rolls. Yes. Could you induce vomiting to get rid of the sickened condition? Yeah. It would take an entire action. And by technicality... It really wouldn't leave her because now you're puking. So now you feel worse. So now she has disadvantage on puking. 
he goes to try to make self puke misses. He <laughs> stabs herself in the eye, causes 3d4 damage. <laughs> no, by technical, if you actually wanted to try and alleviate the sickened condition from yourself in the midst of combat, it would indeed take an action. Mm-hmm. Though, at this point in time, if you were to just take a basic short rest, it would go away on its own. But, middle of combat, you make yourself puke, I'd say that is an action, and your next turn, you would still have the sickened condition while you wipe yourself off and clean up, just because, you know, how how good do you feel after you just threw up? Yeah. I feel great, actually. Yeah, it it's depends. Before, and then I feel it de- yeah, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Like, we're talking bad, uh, thinking outside the bun place. Ooh, God, don't remind me. I about threw up last night. Um, So. You can move away. You're sickened. You can move away. Okay, I want to get away. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to move backwards, left, or right? Because currently where you're at, there's a doorway that leads to your left. There's a doorway that leads to your right, which you just saw tea leaf pop through and a horrendous smell come out of. Or there is backwards downstairs. Okay. I'm trying to go the other way. I'll go left. Left? Alright. Tea leaf. Back here. It's okay. I just did the same thing. You duck back this way. (laughs) Alright. I got directional. I'm directionally challenged. It's okay. Uh, picture. Picture. Okay, Davos says dimensionally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the fucking? That's a good one, coach. That's a good one, coach. Is horizontal up and down, or is that vertical? Horizontal. Vertical. Is the horizon. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Well, two is like vertically challenged. Yes, you are. Vertically challenged. Well, no, you asked Mistress Merriweather. What? <laughs> uh, no, you asked Mistress Merriweather. She might tell you a different story. Yeah. <laughs> You're just the right height. No, no. Watch, Tea Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. You know what's awkward? Oh. When a halfling comes up to me and says, gee, your hair smells terrific. Alright. This podcast has just gone downhill. It's fun. Oh, this one has definitely gone downhill. <laughs> this time. is a reason why we have the explicit Warning. Warning. All right. There are themes that are going on here that children should not hear. And if parents are letting their children hear them and not censoring them themselves, this is your own fucking fault, parents. If you get insulted by this... This is your own fucking fault, parents. Sit and spin, bitches. (laughs) Do your job as a parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. Do your job as a parent. And parent. (laughs) Anyway. Be a parent. Yeah, do your job as a parent. Parent. Cirrus, you still have an action this turn as well as your bonus action. 
what you're thinking and I can tell you if it can be done or not. Oh, uh, where is it? This one. No, not right now. You don't want to do that right now? No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Then don't no, do because it. I'm sick. I mean. So, no. I don't want to do it if I'm... No, because I want to I wanna look around in this little room I'm in. And like we're in the middle of combat, we're looking. Yeah, things. I'm just like you know, let's just ruffle through, and not get no work on not being sick. Katie's going to the food store. Cirrus is off, you know, looking. I'm at just sticking around, taking some deep breaths, <laughs> deep breathing, trying not grabbing to some souvenirs. to find a barrel of lavender. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, as you go into this room, um, give me a perception check. <clears throat> you got it. Based off sense of smell, so um, as opposed to being a at disadvantage because you are sickened, this one is going to be at regular because your normal keen senses from lycanthropy balance it out. Well, thank God. Poor thing. Thank goodness. So what is your class, by the way? Oh, she is a blood hunter. Blood hunter. Ah. Yes. I do the blood magic. Mm. She does cool stuff. I actually have... So, 15. Just 15. Just 15? You don't have anything in perception? Yeah. Nope. You don't have a, a wisdom modifier? No. <laughs> nope. What, uh, what expansion is Bloodhunter from? I've never actually heard of it. Bloodhunter is actually one that... Um, one of my... Uh, Fangirl. Fa total fangirl moment. Fangirl. Uh, Matthew Mercer, those who have watched Critical Role know him. He is the DM for Critical Role. Blood Hunter is the class that he came up with specifically for uh, Dean Diesel. So it was a session that he played with Vin Diesel. Now this was back before uh, Witch Hunter, or the last yes. Witch Hunter. Since then, he has actually updated it and set it for sale on the uh, Dungeon Masters Guild at any price that you so wish to pay, and if I remember correctly, he's still running it where all of the proceeds either go back to the Critical Role Foundation or go towards something else, such as uh, when I was initially looking at it, it was towards the Australian Bushfire Relief Fund. Tells you how long ago that was. Yeah. It's a really cool mm. class. That was like That's a, the beginning of last year. That wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, more to the point... This was not something created by me. No, I am not boosting it just because of the fact that it is Matthew Mercer, and yes, he is one of my inspirations, but still. There you go. Okay. Thank you for the backstory. Yes. And if you were to look on D&D Beyond, you can also find the information there because Critical has partnered with D&D Beyond in very, very many ways. <clears throat> Back to the story. You are looking around this room, and you roll a 16, and I'm very much surprised 
Your immortal durability is an automatic thing. Because <coughs> I have overkillum, I have immortal durability, and then I have the uh, triumphal resilience. Yes. So um, and immortal is two separate things. Yes. Give me a second to get back to that after I explain exactly what it is that Cirrus sees and I will give you the answer for it because I know exactly what the answer is. I did not mean to your brain No, that that is perfectly all right. Um as you were looking around Cirrus and you actually mm -hmm. see across No. I'm going to have Mr. Tea Leaf roll this and tell me what it is. I want you to roll a D100. Oh, shit. Do you remember that one time I rolled a D100? God help it from Artemis. That was cool. Um, 70. That's why you had me count them out. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, in this actual room itself, you see uh, just quite a few crates. These ones in specific are very long. Um, draped across the crates. Crates, not crates. <laughs> You can tell where I've been all day. Uh, Drace draped across the crate is just what looks like a very basic uh, tapestry sort of thing, trying to tuck away the crates in and of itself. Um, not much to it. The crates themselves, upon closer inspection, actually bear the uh, emblem of the Aflonian Empire on them as well. They are about three, four feet long, uh, two feet deep, uh, I want to say about a foot high, two feet high at most. There's about stacked up, two per stack, a couple of stacks deep, so it's full of these crates. Uh, further in the back, there's, of course, more barrels of this stuff, and as you sort of peek around the corner, uh, just in the general area that you are, there is light coming from around the corner and an absolutely wonderful lingering smell from being connected to the same room that Tea Leaf is in. Also in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Roofless. Oh, 
Too, I guess I should get out of there and go back into the hall. Yeah. The yeah. smell just sort of seems to yeah. permeate the entire area. Yep. Run away. <laughs> I wanted to know what the smell was. You suck. No more investigating smells. You have a smell sensitive person now <laughs> in your group. Is that my turn? Uh, moving back out of that room. Actually, no, it is. That is the end of your movement, though by technicality you haven't really taken an action and or bonus action. You've just sort of popped into a room, looked around for a second, popped back out. And then we got sidetracked. Gotcha. for your action like I know you're a newer player so uh, just think of something you would like to do it doesn't have to be exactly part of the rule blah 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 what would Cirrus do yeah what would Cirrus do <laughs> WWSD what would Cirrus do yeah really um okay well alright so Back out in the hallway where the... Who was the one that was... Um, that means she first... It was the captain? Yep. Okay. Then I guess I'll get my crossbow ready. Okay. Are you just getting your crossbow <laughs> ready or are you loosing a bolt? Say that again? Are you just getting your crossbow ready or are you loosing a bolt? You can still attack him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to attack, you can fight him. Sure, I guess I'll attack him too. Alright. Go ahead and roll attack, and though, unfortunately, it is at disadvantage. Yeah. It is a d20. Okay. <laughs> well, I got a five, so. <laughs> well, again, can't get any lower than, I mean, you could get lower than that. I got 12 for the second one. All right, so what's your attack? The plus. What did you use? Your crossbow? Mm -hmm. Plus six. 11. Plus, uh, 11. 11. Yeah. Unfortunately, you bring up your crossbow... And then you have uh, cast your blood hunter capability on it. Uh, prior, which, if I remember correctly, holds true. So you fire off, and you can actually see the bolt as it passes from the tip of the crossbow ignite. 
fly forward, and then just hit the captain's armor and fall to the ground. Damn it. Just <laughs> sizzling out on the floor. That's alright. <laughs> the whole group, aww. As he stands there, and you can see at least a little bit more energy swirling around his hand, a sort of black energy with a green outline as he chuckles at you. Oh, Is that all you can do? I know it is. <laughs> well, because I'm sick with your nasty snacks. <laughs> you didn't have such bad snack choice. All right. I'm just imagining her like sitting there, just yelling at him about his snacks. And that's going to be I your would, turn. She would too. Top of the round, give me a death saving throw for Zan. Roll, that was a roll. Uh, of course. Uh, five. Shit. That is the first fail of the night. Oh no. Oh, fucking no. Oh. <laughs> Disembodied tea leaf. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I would roll clearly for Zan, of course. <laughs> All right, now uh, Davos, Cyrodiil, what are you guys gonna do? Let's do this. All right. So okay. we discussed this with uh, the DM after the end of last week or the, mm-hmm. the previous session. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd come up with a plan to use shape water to freeze a five by five by five foot cube of ice directly above the first mate's head. And uh, I did the math on this, and a cube of ice of that size would weigh roughly around twenty two hundred pounds. Uh-huh. And the, the, the hey. DM did the math, and he decided to do, like, a D4 of damage per 10 pounds of weight. Exactly. So it would be at a minimum 220 points worth of damage, so literate. Yeah. No, and uh, doing the math even further, it was just some definite homebrew on the fly type of situation. Mm. And please, DMs, I know that you're out there and you love to do this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But... Did we decide to do it with my wall of water, though, since it's still up? Yeah, no, it was in combination of shape water and the wall of water mm-hmm. between you two. And I'll just say this is going to be uh, because shape water is an action, correct, Davos? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. You give me a concentration save real quick. <laughs> Let's see who rolled well. Concentration? Uh-huh. Ice guillotine. concentration? Uh, concentration is going to be the D20 plus a constitution modifier. Okay. Oh, fuck. I have a zero constitution. All right. Oh, God. Three. All right. Fuck. No, this is... This doesn't alter your guys' plan. Okay. I said that this is what was going to happen at the end of our last session. Unfortunately, I didn't record it. But what is going to happen is, (laughs) Cyrodiil, as you're sitting there holding the wall of water, looking around the corner, you can actually feel it completely freeze in this five by five section. I like look over at Davos and I'm like, oh yeah, oh it's going yeah, down. Yeah, no, you see just a frost swirling around really? him and yeah, of really. himself and even spreading to you a little bit as you see your wall of water freeze over in that five by five foot section. I can just imagine the shit eating grin on Davos's face right and about drop. now directly in front of Becky as the tearing sound as it rips through the steel of the walls. 
Never and underestimate the power of the ice. Nope. Yes, and even with a saving throw, if he were to succeed, which I'm not even going to say he succeeds, but if he were to succeed, it would still kill him. Even with a saving throw, it would still kill him. At a quarter damage, it would still kill him. Minimum quarter damage. Yeah, that was how low of health he had. So as Becky pulls out her sword, the blood sits there, freezes over, and you hear a dry cough coming from within within the helmet, Becky. You get the few seconds before a wall of ice shears through the walls that block you, hit this guy, cleaving him in twain, because this is only a foot thick. So it's like seriously... uh, Ice guillotine. Literally, ice guillotine. Just standing there for a few seconds as he laughs at you, holding his sword at the ready. Uh, not anymore. The wall of water falls. Ice guillotine. The wall of water falls just as you see this. This is the reason why you lost concentration. Um, no, that's okay. I don't want to get. I don't want to get nitpicky here, but I also have my hex on him, so I do an extra d6 of damage. <laughs> Because of the connection and how much damage you just fucking did, give me a concentration check, Davos. Yes. I don't mean to be kidding. Plus constitution for concentration? Yes. Modified 20. You had a very good connection with him, and you can feel his psychological pain right now as it rips through you. Well, you don't take any damage. Kind of like a brain freeze. But you can feel the psychological pain as he quite literally is cleaved in twain. The wall of water okay. falls, revealing the backside of him standing there before it crumples, leaving the perfect outline in front of you of his head and the rest of him before that falls forward in a slump, black bu- blood pooling out from it. Now, I don't want to be nitpicky again because I was just nitpicking you, but the last time I tried to communicate with him telepathically, I got nothing in response. It was like yeah. radio silence. Exactly. So how do... So... Then, okay, so that just has That's horrifying how implications. In. No, that... that there, there's some other implications here then for why I didn't get a response then and now I'm getting one now. Uh-huh. Um, implications such as I just killed a guy that was being brainwashed, but... Um, no matter. Uh, I'll put that in my mind for the time being. He doesn't game. have to think about it anymore. So did, <laughs> did, uh, did Wall of Water just get canceled out, basically? Yeah, yeah because Fire. of just Sarah the first tired. time trying this, <laughs> that sort of canceled each other out. Yeah. Sarah tired. Her and I'll say it burns off your bonus action. That's it. Okay. Can I just look at Davos and just high-five him like, yeah! You can do that as a free action. Ooh. We're, We're like right next to each other. So. Yeah, no, yeah. that's why it's a free action. We're like, whoa! <laughs> the rest well, of the party's uh, like, did so you fucking um, see that? <laughs> Bye. With, um, with my bonus action, I'm going to move my hex uh, over to the captain and give him a disadvantage on. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys want me to give him a disadvantage on? Attack. Mm, yeah. So, uh, strength. You- it is strength skill checks, not necessarily strength saves and or attack. It is just skill checks. Oh, right, yeah, no. so 
What skill do you want me to give him a disadvantage on? Um, no, you you would still be I, like... I know what you mean. Okay, okay. I know what you mean. Wisdom? Wisdom? Okay. okay. De- uh, disadvantage on wisdom skill checks. Alright. Cyrodiil's like... <laughs> shaking out her arms because they're tired. Like, ow! Don't make me do that again. Okay, uh... Ooh! Oh, shit, ooh! Ooh! Oh, Cirrus is far enough away. Right? Um. What? Hang on. And then, um. Since I still have some movement left, am I able to get over to Zan without crossing the captain's path? Or provoking an attack? Hella. Yeah, you can go behind him. <laughs> Hella. Hella. Okay, swinging around from one room to the other, you can remove that circle. Okay, so, so you don't want to do a thing. Can I do a thing? Can I? Hi. Pick me. Hmm? Okay, because how far away is Cirrus from... The captain. Cause I'ma whip out a spell that I haven't used in a hot minute. Ten feet. Ten feet. Oh yeah, she's fine. <clears throat> I'ma peek around the corner and be like, mm, and just drop moonbeam on this son of a bitch. We, we're done. Like, Cyrodiil's had enough. We're done. Yeah, we're done playing. Cyrodiil's done playing. We done, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Bye. And that's a constitution save? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What's your spell save, DC? 14? 15. 15? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. No roll damage. That's uh, 3d10. Three? Yes. Or is it two D ten? It's two. It's two D ten. It's like don't give me three D ten, I'll fuck you up, but alright. Uh, that's a D ten, right? Or is this a D eight? No, that's a D ten, right? That's D eight. D eight, okay. Oh always confused. Oh there is a D ten. Oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. JK, I found it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did my D10 go? That's not okay. Two, woo, two D10. Ooh. <laughs> Max, because I rolled a nine on one and a one on the other. No, that's only ten. Oh, ten, but still. Yeah, all right. Ten, ten damage. Fuck you. And it's, um... Yeah, must make a constita- constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half on success. Okay. Seer so was like, mm mm, not to shiny shit. 
So, um, nobody move into that giant beam of light because it'll hurt you. So, don't do it. So it goes like, I am just playing with this bitch. <laughs> so we've been in this battle too long. Mm-hmm. But no, like the rest of us don't, don't yeah. the rest of us don't step into that cylinder. Oh, All right. Like, don't do it. Owie. So that's you guys. Mm-hmm. And then because he is starting his turn in this very cylinder of light, he has to make another save. Uh, roll damage. Just go right ahead and roll damage. Eleven. Hmm. All right. All right. He does that very thing. He is going to charge forward. You dropped it right here. No, on him. He's he's in it. I know. Yes. But it's yeah. a five yeah. foot radius, yeah. ten foot, yeah, five foot radius, yeah. across. Yeah. So I'm gonna say you dropped it right here. Therefore. Yeah. yeah. He's still within it, so you're aware. Okay. Just as long but as he is going to charge up to Cirrus. AC is. I can't believe we just split it out in half. Sixteen. I know tea leaf sent me. Come on. I just want to take this stupid bug. Oh no. Take over this boat, drop everybody else off, and go. Ah, 15. Yeah. Ever since you had brought up that wall of water, I was trying to think of some way to take advantage of it. Yeah. <sighs> now, unfortunately... Elf twin powers Cirrus. activate. Yep. Yep. Ice guillotine. <laughs> Shape of ice guillotine. Now, unfortunately, Cirrus, he is actually using, I think, another inflict wound? Oh, no. Really? He's using inflict wounds. On you. On you. How much health do you have? Wait. Mmm, poke your butthole. Because <laughs> the rest of the group is too. The rest of the group will pucker its butthole for you. Uh-huh. Our collective butthole is puckered. As it casts <laughs> it at third level. I oh, shit. Uh... His hand, that energy swirling around it from before, curls into a fist and just comes across punching you. Oh, connecting and unfortunately pushing that essence into you as you feel every nerve in your body being almost torn apart in excruciating agony. Oh, God. For 19 damage. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. That's a lot, but still thank God. It could be worse. It definitely could be worse. Yeah. 
<laughs> She's like, ow, ow. And because he's alone, he's going to make a solo punch at you. No magic added on this time. And misses, actually. Oh, thank God. You're not such a badass after all. Right? No. As the first one connects, you are able to just move out of the way, fearing what comes with the second punch. Oh, Jesus. Sirius is like, hey, hey, howie, hey, hey. With that being said, it is the end of his turn since no one else is part of that block besides him. It is now Cirrus, Tea Leaf, and Becky. Go ahead. Yet once more. Get him. Okay, but we don't have the first maid anymore, right? No. Yeah, Davos and I kind of sliced him in half. Sorry. Yeah. I just did a Mortal Kombat fatality on him. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Sub-Zero wins. I wasn't going there just because of copyright infringement. Trying not to. Trying not to. Yes, I know we can get away with it with uh, parody laws, but that's beside the point. Anyway. Anywho. Um, after seeing uh, him use the inflict wounds on Sirius, I'm going to shoot his ass. Which one? <laughs> the Odin gun. Yeah! Alright. Yeah. Roll your attack. Modified 20. Nice. Barely hits. Get him, Tea Leaf. Still hits. It still hits. <laughs> um, what is the one again? I rolled the d4 for the damage. Is that the. Uh, is that ice? Uh, d4 is damage type. I'm going back through. I like how it's so aptly named the Odin gun. Well, now it is. Well, I mean, who gave it to Odin? It's the Odin gun. There's a fucking god on our ship. There's a fucking god on our ship. <laughs> I need to make that into merch, too. God damn. I had this written down and I lost it and I had it written down again. Uh, it, it'll it'd be in our uh I'm going back through our... that. Oh, okay. No, we don't talk to our players a lot at all. <laughs> Not at all. Historia, Historia. Come on. You can do it. Si se puede.
Okay. Fire. All right, so it's fire damage. Yes. Uh, and I do uh, eight damage. All right. Eight fire damage. Then I'm going to shoot with my broken hand. Disadvantage. I know. I missed. It's an 11. So the first one, as you actually bring up your gun that you, or your arquebus that you had gifted to you, and pulling the trigger, firing off, bolt of almost fire launching itself out from it as the captain turns and you see the shot hit him through the shoulder coming out the other side and hitting the wall leaving a solid hole that is completely cauterized through his armor the second one you bring up and fire off unfortunately with your wounded hand you're still a little bit unsure of it and it veers off to the side glancing off his armor and you can actually see it reflect onto the wall and just from the arquebus that you picked up from Zaranth. Uh, yes. Picked up being uh, acquired through means of force. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't use it. We don't talk about her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she wouldn't use it. I only steal from people that can afford to lose or deserve. Yeah. Or deserve to not have any items. I'm a lawful, neutral kind of guy. Anyway. That'd be more chaotic, dude. But. Yeah, but I'm not usually going out for my own means. I usually steal from other people to help other people. Now, I'll leave it up to you which one it is, but give me an either an athletics or an acrobatics check. Ooh, girl, you better move. I was like, which stat is better? Okay. Twenty-four. Yes. Yes. Because he is this pissed off, he is actually going to reach out, grab Cirrus, pick her up, and throw her at Tea Leaf. Oh, damn. Did you pick up a motherfucker and you throw him at another motherfucker? Yep. <laughs> he threw her at you, though he missed. Thank God. Horribly. Yeah, no, he missed. Um, luckily enough, Cirrus, you just land into the box of herrings, spreading that delightful oh. smell as the oh. barrel explodes oh, onto no. you. Oh, no. Senses are overwhelmed. You just got yeeted. He tried to punch you. I think <laughs> that was the perfect time. 
Oh, no, you better get out the way first, though, because you started the mess. (laughs) Just saying, you you must use any extra move you have to get up out the way because you aren't ready. All right. Oh, he (laughs) made me serious, but they are angry. Anyway, who is going next so we can try and get this clipping along? You want to go now? Or Becky. Okay. Did you just go, or did I? Yeah, it's my turn now. It's your turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's your guys' block right now, which would mean either you or Becky can go. Yeah. So, did you want to go, serious? Do you mind if I go? Go for it. Okay. We just need to do It's her time to shine. Yeah, that just means you can still move and attack afterwards. Okay, cool. That's what that means. So uh, I want to use my hybrid transformation, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, not this one. You are what? I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Where's Angie? <laughs> I was hoping I wouldn't have to, but I got yeeted by someone too. <laughs> you might want to take the license plate number of that Mac one. Being yeeted, you seriously usually does the yeeting. <laughs> Oh, retributions must be paid. <laughs> you might want to get yeah. the license plate number off that Mack truck, too. And don't worry, I may be immune or uh, <laughs> immune to being frightened, but seeing a, you turn into a werewolf is not going to make me feel okay. No, I don't think anyone's going to be very comfortable. <laughs> Cyrano's peeking out the doorway Cyril like, ooh, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cyrano's like, oh, she can change too. Yeah, Cyrano's going to be like, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> Twinsies. Big thing. All right, back to point. Don't scream, Jesus. You were getting the books. I'll be waiting on your ass. I know you was waiting on me. Anyway, back to point. What hybrid transformation you, uh, are you deciding to take? Um. Oh yeah, I forgot. You don't have to just be a werewolf. I know. You could be a were tiger, a were bear. Um, I, thought, I thought I decided. Dang, I what don't was the I other one? Down. Oh, like bears, uh, tiger, wolf. Uh, there's rat. Hold up. That's the there's other one. Rat. That'd be fucking terrifying. That'd be disgusting. That'd be, <laughs> ah, That'd be terrifying. Okay. So, do you wish to. Cirrus, do you wish to go with a lycanthrope or the true hybrid transformation as part of your class? What's the difference? Yeah. Lycanthrope is using such as a uh, separate stat block, such as that one for the werewolf, were-rat, so on and so forth. The hybrid transformation, on the other hand, grants you feral might, resilient hide, predatory strikes, and bloodlust. Yeah, that's the one That's the one I think she went with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was the true one, yeah. <laughs> We're like, we're going to choose option B. All right. With that being said, what do you do as you feel your muscles somewhat tightening up, bulging slightly in your shirt itself, your fingernails growing definitely quite a bit longer as you turn into this semi-form of... Oh, I think we're going to go with a tiger. 
Okay. For somewhat yep. sprouting, giving you those uh, definitive stripes of the uh, desert lands. What do you do? Um. She's uh. Well, you gotta close in on him first. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Well, I gotta go. I would like to go up to him. Like. You're gonna charge him. directly at him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I want to hit him with an un with my unarmed strike. You can go right Pause ahead and do that then. Perfect. Yeah, roll it back. What is your maximum hit points before you do anything else? Uh, max health is 45. Holy shit. So she could do that. I'm doing math here. Oh no. Doing math here. You uh give me a wisdom saving throw then. Oh yes, I know why. That's why I told you to do it. Uh-huh. And you also told me to run. Uh, just a 16 flat. Yep. Okay, you still pass the wisdom saving throw. Um, go right ahead. Do what you want to do. Get him, girl. So you're charging forward and you're going to attack him with your unarmed strike. Um. Yes. Yes. That's Thank you. Yep. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Roll that attack then. All right. 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 Uh, that is actually going to be a d6. Actually, that will be uh, 2d6. Yeah. Oh, so roll it. Roll it once. Okay, then roll it again. Then which is higher, your strength or dexterity modifier? Uh, the dexterity modifier. Which is? That's it's plus three. Okay, so whatever so, you just rolled, plus three. Total is 11. Nice. As you actually charge him, your uh, claws out at this point in time, slashing him both ways. 
Only one of which really hits. Uh, yeah, unarmed strikes. You can... No, yep. Slash him. You deal, uh, 11 damage. But I will also say, since you have two attacks, because you are past that level, do you want to use the second one to also do an unarmed strike? Yes, I do. Get him. Get Roll your attack, but remember, it's okay. a disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. So which one? This the D twenty. Okay. This one. And then roll it twice and take the lower number. Yeah. That's the one. Mm, three. Plus plus the plus six. Plus six is so nine. nine. <laughs> As you scrape your nails across, or your claws across his armor the second time. You can feel the steel through your nails as it screeches throughout the hallway. Oh, the noise. I cover my ears in reaction. Yeah. Uh-huh. Luckily enough, most of the people are far enough away, nothing really needs to happen about it. Yeah. It's just reaction. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Uh, next up would be Becky then because Becky. you've used your attack or your action, your movement, and your bonus action. He's here to around the corner like come after me because I will die. I would take one for the team. Becky? How close is the next bad guy? Is everybody completely the wall behind? Uh you were on the other side of the wall of ice, though. Given your size, it means little more than a door for you. So you're aware. So would I be able to get over to where Sirius is and help her? Oh, yes. Like I said, it would be little more than a door for you, given your size. You could literally just... through the wall of ice okay. right now. So I'm going to... Uh, Over my way to the wall and go over to where Sirius is and um, try to help her. Becky, you are now flanking this guy. Your attack is at advantage. Nice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My flaming sword, so to speak. Uh, Frostbrand. Yeah. So, I am going to Frostbrand and try to see this Just you rolled a 14? 
modified portable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was just your first roll? Oh, and it's further yeah, I have a now. Oh, so that's an 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, unfortunately, as you swing up behind him, you actually strike across his back as you hear the metal against metal, and it's that cold, icy metal against metal, yeah. which... Yeah. Those who have heard the sound before know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I couldn't hear you kind of broke up there a bit. What was that? The icy metal against metal, and those who have heard the sound know that sound. Okay. The like screeching of cold, cold metal against cold, cold metal. Yes. As it sends shivers up your spine. Oh, God. He is actually yeah. going to take notice of you and swing as a futile attempt to survive and take his ship back. <laughs> yep. Does he connect or no? Unfortunately. <laughs> For a grand total, and as he is connecting, you can see his fist burst into flames as he uses his last smite slot for a grand total of eight damage. It does nothing since you have your temporary hit points. Yeah, it was like eight minutes. Yeah. No, it's it's quite literally, um, for those who can sum it up, he punches you directly in the chest, and you feel the hit connect. And it's like, eh. Yo, Wesley against Fezzik. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody threw a piece of paper on me. Exactly. Means very little to you. That being said, it, uh, you've used your movement. Uh, you just have your bonus action left if you wanted to do anything with that. Um, bonus action. Um, is he the only bad guy left? Then? Yes. And he is... Let's see. Uh, what do I want to do? I think I will just go ahead and um, pull off my sword for now. Okay. I know he's almost dead, but 
Alright. Cyril Davos and give me another death saving throw for Xan. Go ahead and roll damage. Thirteen. Yes. So one success. Okay, so since he succeeded on that one, I'm going to hold off from doing the medicine check for now. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and Eldritch Blast the captain. Okay. Modified 20 on the first one, nat 20 on the second one. Uh, I only need the first one. I'm combining two effects. Oh, Davos, we about to get real cool real quick. So decide between the two of you, how do you want to do this? <laughs> Are you kidding? We got a group kill. Um, one to twin powers activate. Yeah, one to twin well, powers activate. I was, I was planning on taunting and telepathically and just being like, should have surrendered when we told you. Uh, at which point I would like to, I don't know, blast an Eldritch Blast directly through his heart, up from the back of him. Okay. And he's standing in that moonbeam. Well, unfortunately, he is facing the direction you're in, Davos. Oh, then I'll shoot him through the front. Yeah. Through his heart. <laughs> okay. And he's standing in the moonbeam. Uh-huh. Creative Liberties. Go ahead. I'm down. Creative liberties. I'm still taking into account you're shooting him through the heart, but creative oh, liberties. Oh, uh, he's in the moonbeam. Okay, how about this then? <laughs> the intensity of the moonbeam is magnified by my Eldritch Blasts, and the energy synergized to just completely evaporate him. Bye. <laughs> he's just like engulfed in bright light, and then poof, fucking ashes. Oh, I was... Yeah, I was gonna be doing something similar to that, such as... As you guys are standing there, he winds up trying to land another hit on Becky. And from around, Becky just comes this Eldritch Blast actually ricocheting off a wall and hitting him directly in the heart, where at the same time it, it hits the moonbeam because you knew it was going for his heart, so it hits that moonbeam. And like a Sable round, Punches through the moonbeam, straight through him. Becky sees him standing there trying to hit her as there is this hole right there. A few seconds pass as it starts with his fist. <laughs> and it's, uh, layman's terms, it's similar to uh, Snap, where it just straight into dust as he moves forward yeah perfectly balanced like all things should be Davos is inevitable hey I helped the Cerevos is inevitable oh my god we have a nickname the wombo combo <laughs> That's us. <laughs> so he's gone. He's dead. He's done. He is not dead. There's a little bit hard coming back from this. Even necromancers couldn't pull it off. Okay. So I'm gonna like if he's kaput, I'm gonna go ahead and drop that like drop the moonbeam yep. so nobody can step. Which it at up. the same point in time, I want Becky and Cirrus to both give me uh, Constitution saves real quick. Sorry, Roll two d ten. Oh, 
Me? Yes. Shit, I'm sorry, guys. Eleven. Yeah, you two roll constitution saves. She oh. rolls 2d10. Yeah, I roll. You roll the card. No, no, no. Eleven. Okay. Oh my okay. Okay. Modified twenty. Okay. As you guys have both been within the moonbeam for at least a little bit, you Sorry. both take five damage, and that was it. Okay. I have a Yeah, no, of radiant damage. So grand total for you, Becky, you would take three points of your actual hit points. And that's it. Okay. Cause Yeah, no, any damage automatically takes away from your temporary hit points first. And those are always refreshed at the beginning of every round for you. Yeah. Okay, so three regular points. Okay. Yep, that's it. I get it. Cirrus, on the other okay. hand, takes five points. Sorry. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm scared. Okay. Take five points. I can't take any hits anymore at all, ever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go <laughs> up to Cirrus. I'm going to, like, run up to her. I have to go sit down now. I'm going to run up to her, and I'm going to look at her and go, two things. One... That was really fucking cool. And two, cure wounds. Roll for cure wounds. I'm like, I got you, girl. I got you. That's just a first level. So what do I roll? I can never remember. What was that, Becky? I said, I have no restoration as well. So it depends on who else around this is severely injured. Um, I mean, Zan is unconscious on the floor, bleeding out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If we have a chance now, I'm going to go ahead and go over to Sam. 1d8 per level, plus your spellcasting modifier. So, 68. Um, no, 1d8 per level of spell. Oh, so just 1d8, okay. Plus your spellcasting modifier. So, 1d8 plus... 7? No. no. Uh, 1D plus casting modifier. Oh, 1D plus 4. Yep. Okay, so Zan is super, super hurting. Yes. Um, I actually going to spend seven guidelines to try and get him back to sleep. Uh, I thought you had a maximum limit right now of five. What my side points? Five side points. Then wounds is seven points. Cirrus, you get six health points back. By the way. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, it's one through seven side points, but you have a maximum amount of side points that you can spend based on what level you are. Which, that is correct. Okay. Yeah, so which I'm... you are six levels, so you can only spend five maximum side points. Okay. I will use five side points there. All right, so that is going to be 5d8. Yes. Yeah. 
Works so much better if we were all, you know, in the same room. I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. What's that? What works better than you can hear people? Yeah, there's not internet connection issues. There's not the issue of, okay, if Cirrus speaks, I can't hear anybody else. And or if two people are speaking at once... We get it. We're just trying to commune with Davos' name. I was about to say, it's just psychic interference. Damn it, Cathanid. We're about to take psychic damage, so stop. <laughs> I'm a conduit. All right, Zan heals 33 hit points. He's alive. Chances are. I mean, I'd ask just to make sure. I made a note of that in the margin of my notes here. Oh, cool. That's $240. Oh, cool on the show. Did he buy it? For the no. sake of um, simplicity and simplicity, let's say that Zan is just still unconscious due to fatigue. No, it's perfectly all right. He is still unconscious, and by technicality, even with this many hit points being healed because of how far gone he was, you know, almost dead again. Hole punch. You No, it's not a hole punch yet. He only has uh, two holes. Punch. He only has two punches out of his card so far. I mean, for Zan, that would be the normal amount of holes, so. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. avoid that, but thank you. The more you know. <laughs> Cute rainbow. No, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um... No what I wanted to do was um, search uh, both the captain and the first mate's remains for any kind of paperwork or documentation signifying them as, you know, officials of the Athlonian Empire. Oh yeah. I want to get some kind of some kind of clearance documents. Unfortunately, anything on the captain was completely eviscerated, and turned to pow pow. Suey. The first mate, on the other hand, as you actually, as you walk over to him, even though he was hit with something very, very cold and it should have stopped this, it seems he is at accelerated stages of decay, or advanced stages of decay. Ew. Um, so, he was probably, uh, undead. Um, anyways, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and search through his clothing. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, like, uh, yeah. Just try to see if I can find any documents. All right. Uh, looking through his clothing and or anything that he might indeed have on his person, you do indeed find, uh, I mean, there was a great, or the longsword that he was using earlier, as well as uh, what seems to be just a sort of pepper box type of revolver. Uh, I take it you're familiar with those? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Other than that, maybe a handful of ammunition for it. No gold on him. And on his person just seems to be a couple of like almost these seals uh, put onto a very heavy-duty fabric type of situation wrapped around both of his arms. Can I take this? Deals? Give me a religion like, check. Ooh, can I assist? Religion. Religion. <clears throat> Modified 20. You are currently over healing, Cirrus. So oh, no. right. Okay, never mind. Modified 20. Even though your knowledge, especially reaching out to the various entities that you have reached out to, is now considerably vast, there is one field that you have yet to hit, and that is the field of necromancy. Mm. Ooh. That's some scary shiz. So these are not military seals, these are religious seals. These are indeed very, very religious seals. As you look at them, though... Um, okay. Now um, give me a history check. History. Also a plus six. Uh, this is going to be a modified 17. Okay. Um, just going through it in and of itself, Eyes of the Roomkeeper, wanka, wanka, wanka. You can indeed read what is on it, and there is at least very obscure. It's You can read what's on it, but you just can't understand what's on it. It's like you're geflurgenbergen in the turkey furkey in the hergy and this is how we beast the turkey. Okay, uh, so they're speaking Flemish, got it. Yes. <laughs> but there are indeed, you can pick up that they are indeed talking about uh, blessings from the emperor. Good, great. So that's, that's That's great. a thing. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and just scribble a little elder sign onto these uh, seals here. I'm going to go retrieve my 25-foot rope. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of, that's unfortunate that I couldn't find any seals. So that means we still have to deal with the fucking automatons. But, uh, I mean, that seals are uh, documents for, like, their, their rank or shit. Um, wasn't there those lockers that had Athlonian equipment in them? Yes, those were down on the bottom deck. Did they include Athlonian uniforms? For those of you wondering what that is, that is our dachshund trying to attack our Bassador. Her attack throw is at very much so disadvantage because she is so much smaller. Please do take up a video. Oh, it's dark. I can't. There, okay. No, they stopped, of oh, course. Dang it. Nope, they're still playing. Okay. But in any case, um, yes, those are on the first deck, though you yourself would not know what was in those lockers because you went directly from, you know, the bottom deck all the way up looking for whoever is the captain. 
Yeah. Okay, so well, this is directly in line with what I'm trying to find anyways. Did any of you find something that we could use to fool the automatons on the ship into thinking we're Athlonians? Nope. I ask. Negative. You, you found something, Becky? No, I did not. Oh. It's just a chance to really go through their story who was it that searched through the, the lockers? I'm asking out of character here. I was me, but I didn't find anything, I don't think. Didn't yeah. you find, like, weapons and shit? Yeah. Weapons and... What else was in there? In uniforms? I mean, yes. So then let me repeat my question again. Did anybody find anything we could use to disguise ourselves as Athlonians? I mean, yeah, there's lockers downstairs. <laughs> okay. My bad, I was eating these pickles in here, and I didn't really hear what you said. Uh, you got a good crunch. No, uh, okay, let's go pickle? check out those lockers then. No, there were no pickles in there. Aww. There are pickled eggs. <laughs> Ew. But no pickles. I knew these Athlonians were evil. <laughs> yes. No, as they have uh, pickled egg and pickled herring. That's this is like chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what other breadstuffs they have. Can I help TV like search for other breadstuffs? I want to search. Anyway, what was that, Becky? A long voyage with them would be highly sticky. If they have pickled eggs and pickled herring. Highly, yes, no. Yes, but as you can tell, these are the food stores that are hardly ever touched. So where the hell's the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder where the good stuff is. Probably on the bridge, captain stuff. I had to guess. But, um. Anyways, let's go, uh, let's go check out these lockers real quick, see if we can get some Athlonian uniforms that we could use to possibly pass as Athlonians. And then we can just waltz right by the automatons. Alright. Okay. Going downstairs, I take it you're leading him to these. Uh, is everyone else coming along just for the sake of brevity? Yeah. All right. You find some crunchy munchy hard tack in the far back of the storage. Enough! <laughs> hard tack in the far back of the storage as well as some other various you know, dried rations. So this is jerky dried fruits, that type of thing. Not necessarily anything. I'm taking their rations. Yeah. You gained 30 rations. Ooh, cereal holds out, yeah, holds out a hand is. for a piece of jerky. Okay. Shotzi. As you guys move through the halls and back down, I need my elves and Cirrus to give me perception checks. Since this... Um, yeah. You would normally have advantage at this, Cirrus, but unfortunately you are sickened, so you do not. Do I? I have it. Oh yeah, no, everyone else has advantage. You are just a regular throw, Cirrus. Oh god, thank god. Modified 10. Modified 10? 
Is that at advantage, Davos? Oh, I didn't hear you say advantage. That's better. Keen senses, bitches. Modified 13, then. Modified 18. 16 here. Okay. 16. Those of you with very keen senses, and this is the reason why you can hear it, as, oh, and Becky gets it automatically because of observant. Yo. You guys can hear just while you're trying to go through the storage facilities, you can hear the thunks of footfalls overhead and then it just dead silent for a couple of seconds before you hear very, very heavy thuds. Oh no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Ashton, are you anywhere around here? Oh boy, I hope that's you. Ashton? Hello? No? No dogs? Did you abandon me? Okay, it's fine. Cyril's fine. Dead silence. Cyril's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Did you guys tell the rest of us that you hear something? Well, I uh, did. Okay. Cyrodiil, what do you hear here? Because I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm all shh. Shut up. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I hear something. What the? After they tell you, Teely, if you can hear it too, and Davos, you just tucked Zan okay. into a bed that was actually in that room you guys were in, so. He's fine. He's sleeping. He's taking a nap, nap. Okay. Um, all more reason to find a disguise. Alright. As you guys head downstairs and into the bottom deck of this ship itself, going through the various uh, lockers and tea leaf, pretty much just walking up. Because it's tea leaf. Unlocking them in quick succession as he goes along. You guys uh, root through these various personal goods, and you can tell they are indeed personal goods in these foot lockers, and then finally coming across the Aflonian or pretty much Aflonian uniforms, which is a very long robe, um, or very long trench coat looking sort of thing, uh, hooded on top. Alright, uh, let's toss on the robes, uh, if you see the name, uh, of the, uh, person that these robes belong to, make sure to memorize them in case we're questioned, because that's gonna be the guys you're gonna be assuming. Oh boy. Wait. I need everyone to roll deception checks. Where the hell is my phone? If it was up your ass, you'd know. Oh, it, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, modified, modified 21 for my, my deception. Except, Sirius, you have disadvantage because you are pukey and the geeky. Okay. Seven. 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 Seven
13. So, yeah. I have a mark. Seven, 13. Hey, because I have uh, proficiency with disguise kid, do I get advantage for this role? No. You're just putting on a disguise of someone else anyway. A disguise kit in and of itself is making yourself look like someone. Okay. Who I you got a would... modified 22 anyway. Okay. Uh, Davos, remind me what you got. Modified 21. Okay. All right. Okay, so here's the plan then. Me and, uh, and Tilly here, we're going to be your leaders. You let <laughs> you let us do the talking. You just stay behind us, keep your heads low. Because, quite frankly, looking at you, you look like some sorry shits for Athlonians. <laughs> I'm white too, so I don't think I could hide anyway. So I'm going to try and pull the hood of my uniform up as far as I can. To kind of disguise my face and like try to tuck my hands in as much as I can. Yeah. Cause I'm quite fucking blue, so. Mm-hmm. Freaking neon. Yeah. To uh, to my knowledge, the Athlonians are very human centric, so. I'm still in my hybrid form, though. Yeah, you might want to drop. You can change back as, as a bonus action if you wanted to. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. If you, if you can't drop back into a human-looking form, or if you're just rolling low in general, it may also be worthwhile just to hang back with Zan here while we yeah, go up. Just stay with Zan, uh, watch Zan while we do the thing. Oh, thank you Zan for reminding me, Cirrus. Or key broken. Uh, no, I know. Oh wait, you got healed. Yes. How many did you heal? Six. Six. Okay. Thank oh, while well, we go, just uh, walk past the robots and figure out how to shut them up. Or we either find the big one or find the yeah, control switch. Cirrus? Yeah. 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 Who would you say would be physically the closest one to you? Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> don't you don't. By the way, thank you for uh, reminding you know. me you still had your hybrid transformation running. <laughs> oh no. Make two attacks throws against him. Roll. Because someone's still less than half health. You. <laughs> <laughs> 24. Oh, that was the first one? Yeah, that was the first one. Remember, these are also at disadvantage because you are still sickened. Oh, well, again. Oh, uh, 21, and that one still hits. And your second? Roll again. You're gonna have to get a new uh, disguise after this tea leaf. Uh, Sixteen for the second one. <laughs> that one misses. 
And how much there damage you do you do with your first one? Roll the d6. Five. <laughs> In the midst of you guys, you know, donning these uniforms, bloodlust kicks in for you, Cirrus. Okay. As you just catch the whiff of blood itself in your hybrid transformation, turn to tea leaf, Strike him across the back without him realizing tearing through his armor at least a little bit. You bitch slapped her own boyfriend. That's great. As he turns around, you make a second attack against him and miss. Poor Tilly's like, what the fuck? But a few seconds later, you do indeed realize what you have done. Oh. Oh no. The sadness. The big sadness. Um. So, uh. Continue on. Nice to roll. Anywho, continuing on, as you guys don all these uniforms, and now Tea Leaf having to move over to another uniform, dons it. You guys head up the stairs and back up to pretty much the flight deck, so to say. This is the spot where, as you were coming through earlier, uh, Davos, you had looked around and actually seen three different skiffs, so to say, just sitting on the deck itself. This is how large this ship is, is there are three different skiffs. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a yacht. But there's so, something very odd about the area on top. Is it empty? Uh, no, it's not empty. There are automatons up there. Like a brawler okay, and a couple of the riflemen. They're dead. They're not dead. They're slumped yeah. over. Wait. We didn't turn them off. No, they were like that the first time I was there. Not all of them were activated. Yeah. Unless these were the ones that I saw the first time that were activated. These were the ones That's you saw the first time that were activated. So the ones that were activated before are now deactivated. Correct. Suspicious. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, anyways. Um, me and T-Leaf, I say we head to the bridge. You guys stay down here below. Uh, maybe close to Zan. Um, unless you're feeling particularly brave. I just know a lot of you are really low on health and spell slots. I'm at full uh, Me and t are doing, are doing pretty well. Um, yeah, uh, Cyrodiil, how did you do on your disguise? Your deception? I'll stay with Zan. Okay. No, that's why I'm asking. Just want to make sure. Yeah, so I, I would say it would probably be best for you guys to stay behind, just in case. Yeah. Um, didn't have any type of deception, so. Yeah. Because, like, if, if me and T-Leaf fail with our deception rolls, as high as they were, then... Well, you guys um, don't we know if they were fairly high or not. That is, unfortunately, one of those meta items. 
yeah. you as characters do oh. not know. You know that you are disguised. You just don't know how well your disguise is. Would we be able to like look at one another and kind of gauge how well we... Like, using the knowledge that we do have off the Athlonians, how they look and what kind of structure they have, relatively speaking, based on our interactions with them. We'd know, one, they're very against non-humans, and two, we kind of have a general idea of how they should look. So we kind of gauge, like, yeah, no, you, you don't really look like you would pass for an Athlonian soldier. It's not wrong. Yeah. No, no, Cyrodiil, for Cyrodiil, it just doesn't seem she has that sort of gait about her for an Aflonian soldier. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that her family lineage is definitely, or at least the way she was trained, is definitely not militaristic. Got it. But I'm cute, so that's, though. That's going to be my justification and for why I'm saying maybe you should probably... Okay. That I can deal with. Pat Cyrodiil on head. As far as I can tell, we're pulling it off well enough. So, uh, let's go ahead and, and continue forward. Um, I would say just ignore the automatons for the time being, unless you happen to see one that's moving, then we should obviously wait until it reacts to us. But, um, we're not going to sneak. We're just going to continue walking as if it's our business to be there. Which is always the best disguise, actually. Mm -hmm. Hidden in plain sight. Mm -hmm. No, as you guys actually walk across the rest of this flight deck, so to say, the entire sort of middle section being uh, left, uh, there is the one area that you guys, you and Zan were hidden in front of earlier that upon closer inspection you realize was completely glass. And see-through. There's a few yeah. other storage areas up there. And then you finally uh, take the stairs that lead directly up to where the bridge would be. Which, looking through um, sort of these two doors that are left now open, oddly enough, you do indeed find a large, spacious cabin. Uh, Four-poster canopy bed actually sitting inside of one of these cabins. A desk off to the other side, carved elm wood, gold inlay, you know, the full nine. On top of it, <laughs> and next to a window, sort of sits the map of the general uh, eastern coast of Athlion, as well as sort of this now, a sectioned off. Yes? I'm going to take that map. Okay. Then... It also includes the uh, little bit of area that was annexed by Athlion, so you're aware. Um, roll that up and put it in my pack. Yes. Um, also, uh, we need to be looking for, again, like, documents proving our, our authenticity as Athlonians, uh, or even, like, our, our rank in the, the military hierarchy here. Yeah. Um, Before you go on your adventure, Davos, I want to look at that map and any documents you find because I want to recreate those. Oh yeah, I can hand you the map right now. Um, um, okay. Which I do. All right, then I'm gonna start working on a copy if I can. All right, so you go through, start making copies of the documents that he comes across. Um, yes. In the same exact room, Davos, you also find a, and oddly enough, to find on a ship such as this, a couple of bookcases. Some of which do indeed also contain various maps of the inland, 
various construct guides of the ship itself for maintenance purposes as well as Obviously running it yes as running and operating uh, there are some books hey um, I'll be taking the guide as well as those map books unless it's all in the same book no these are separate books okay so I'll, I'll take I'll take those um, there are also various other books uh, detailing just basic history of Athleon. There's based, uh, some other books detailing, like, old um, oaths that it seems the captain had taken at some point in time. Hey. Um, I'll take all of those. So some of those might be interesting for Becky because I know she likes the history books. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll grab all those stuff in my pack. There's definitely a lot of lore books which I could go on and on and on about right now, but I will not. Here, here's what I'll say. I'll take the the book of the operation manual for the yacht and the construction of it, repair, etc., maintenance. Uh-huh. Uh, the book of the, the maps, the book of the history of Athleon, and then the uh, the book of oaths of the captain. And since you're in here, I want both of you, so this will be Tea Leaf and Davos. I need investigation checks. Answer the perception check from where you're at. Sirius, are you down with the Zan? Yes. Perception check. Becky, where are you at? You're down with Zan. Perception check as well. Modified 19. Nat 20. Nah. 22. Okay. 1920, the investigation. Sirius, Becky, Cyrodiil. 19. Also, nice. 22. Understood. And um, just to clarify on what I'm looking for here, because uh, I'm looking for a couple different things. So I'm looking for... Uh, proofs of rank or, or insignias of rank or anything like that for the military. That's the investigation like, role. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I was going to say, I'm also looking for, like, keys to the yacht. <laughs> How do we start this bitch? Yep. <laughs> I did not do very well. I only got, like, a modified 11. Okay. Um... As they're sort of going through upstairs, and you can somewhat hear the sounds of them going through everything upstairs, as you guys are just sort of sitting there looking around a little bit, um, you do realize that sort of the room that you're in is indeed like either crew or guest. If it's crew, these are very, very valuable crew. If it's guest, this is VIP quarter type of situation. Wow. Yeah. Mm. No, these are very fine quarters. It's not necessarily a, a canopy bed, but it is indeed almost goose down top bed type of situation here. Uh, looking out one of the windows, you can indeed see, you know, sort of the mountainside. Uh, just in the specific room that you're in and the way it is facing. You can see a light glimmering off the mountainside from the city itself. Okay. I wish I, 
Set more shit on fire. Woo! Okay. But, um... Yeah, it's mountainside outside of that room. Looking around the room, <clears throat> there are a few books. Um... Like, stashed away. This isn't necessarily one of those big old bookshelves that Davos and Tea Leaf are looking at. See? Very raw, unedited film. We have dog with squeaker in background. Completely ruins it. It's also a ramen squeaky toy, just so you know. So all those nerds out there, he is getting on his ramen, too. Yep. That's right. Um... This is not quite as big as, say, the bookcases that Davos and Tea Leaf are looking at, but these are still somewhat decent-sized bookcases, or at least shelves. Um, as you are looking through them, there is indeed, of course, the histories of Aflion. And... Becky, did you add your plus five to that from your observant feet? Yeah. And your wisdom and all that? Hoo-ha-ha? -ha? I put in one or the other. So no. it's plus five, just five? It's plus five just from your observant feet, and then your wisdom modifier, plus your roll. Okay, so I rolled... Proficient in it, yes? For perception? Yes. So plus three, yes. plus five. So five plus three plus three? Yes? Okay. Yeah, five plus three plus three. Yes. So it would be. Nineteen, modified. That's what I thought. I think I only added the roll plus five before it was. Yeah. No, it is the whole plus 11, actually, for you, because it's three from your modifier, yeah. three from your proficiency bonus, and then five from your feet. Yeah, I forget to add all of them together. It's like tea leaf on some skills can't roll lower than a 10. Yeah. Regardless of what you roll. Yep. Duck! Stop it. I will take your ramen. Oh my god, so ramen. Okay, take his ramen. Please. I'm gonna take your ramen. Um, but yeah, you actually, uh, find something that is written in, um, An odd language that looks very, very, very familiar to you, but you cannot place your finger on it right now since you are still sort of in that adrenaline of battle. But it looks so familiar to you. Exactly. Uh, it, it will take you a second to actually be able to sit down and read it, 
but right okay. now it looks so familiar to you and you cannot place your finger on it. Cyrodiil, you find something pertaining to uh, Maple Key. Oh, oh, I'm listening. What? And this in specific is actually written in Celestian. Oh, I can read that. Okay. Yes. I speak God. Just... That's... Right? Just... Just, just say no. That's intense. Yeah. We have a druid. Yeah, she speaks God. Um, <laughs> if someone asks you if you are a god, you say yes! <laughs> yes. Mm. Um... But yeah, you find something pertaining more specifically to Maple Keep or more specifically to the tree. So I'm like, cr- crisscross applesauce sits down, okay? Yes, I had it. Yeah, we wrote down that tree's name, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. Can't remember which book it was in. I'll be right back real quick. Gotta, gotta grab some ibuprofen. Yeah, you go grab some ibuprofen, please. Do not... Suffer. Yeah. Yes. I know we wrote it down. Don't do that. That not, that not allowed. No. No buenos. I know I didn't. It no will buenos. be a second until we get to you, Davos, and we will wait until you get back in order to get to you. Uh, but in any case... No. no. I know. Um, in any case... It is just more pertaining to that tree in specific and some odd things about the life around it. Uh, Sirius, you find a location of a lycanthrope den. Yes. That's terrifying. No, it seems you actually find the location of several lycanthrope dens um, in some research book, as you guys are just sort of tooting around in this room in specific. Wow. Yes. Um, I know most of you can't see the map, because... Well, no one else has the map pulled up. But you. But yes, you notice, um, just, it is, uh, descriptions of these areas. And it seems there's one that you're familiar with. Mind you, this is written in Infernal. Oh, so she can read it. She can read it. And this is back in... No. These in specific, these, uh, this just almost swarm nest, so to say, is located in Tuskwood. Mother. Read through your backstory if you want to know why it sounds familiar. Mm. Of course you know. Tea leaf Davos. Yes. Le boys. Le boys. The uh, Lord Rot. Um. <laughs> while you guys are up there investigating around, yes, Davos, you actually find um 
pretty much papers regarding the rank and file of those upon this ship. Not only a manifest of all cargo, but also a manifest of the personnel on this ship. Their ranks, names... Dossier going back to pretty much their recruitment days into the Athlonian Navy. Wow. That's a lower drop and a half? Yes. Great. I'll just uh, go ahead and take that. It seems most of these were actually picked up in Claymont or Dilmar. Like most of the recruits that are on board. Um, and this is one of those very bizarre things that you noticed while you're going through it. But there is their born date, so you know how old they are. And then there is a date after that. Of their death. Oh no. I fucking knew it. I had my suspicions, but this confirms it. Mother. Oh. They a necromantic empire. Oh, you son of a! That's how they put. That's how they make the machines go Oh, you need a nap. Fucking bastard. So, so the those seals I saw on uh, on the first mate earlier, there were mentions of prayers to the emperor. So you, are we, so you telling me we got a corpse god as the emperor? Where have I heard this before? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't meaning to go there, fucker. Wrong corpse god, mm. by the way. Mm. No, he doesn't sit on a golden throne. Very human-centric corpse god. Uh, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking to you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, that that pretty much confirmed my suspicions. Anyways, I, I was. It's 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 all adding up with the hints I was getting before with the fight with the first mate. Um, okay, did I find anything else aside from this, like keys to the yacht or? Um, do me a favor and check your Discord real quick. And actually, oh, you man. don't need keys to the yacht as you found through the operation manual. It is driven by elemental power in and of itself. It requires minimum to fly two elementals. We got one. And or one large elemental. How big were the elements? To stay stable, it just requires one. Okay. Uh, pretty sure there were two small elementals. Shit. So, uh, sounds like we're taking to skips. Oops. Okay, so quick, quick question. How big are the skiffs? Like, would it be big enough to hold Davos, I, and Church if we drag him by his cape because, bitch, I'm a gonna? It would probably be difficult but manageable. If I remember correctly, he said it was they were powerful enough to hold about two people. So yes. all three of us, it would probably be very slow going and difficult but manageable. I'll leave the DM to interpret that, though, because he's the DM. 
You guys will have to figure out exactly what really? the magical weight limit on each skiff is. Okay. We can always make modifications at a later time if we need to, but uh, there's three skiffs that we know of at the moment, so that should be enough for each of us to split off and, and get off of the yacht. Um, one one last little thing, though, before we leave on these skiffs, one thing that I wanted to verify. You said there were weapons on this yacht? Weapons on the yacht, not on the skiffs. The skiffs seem more like lifeboats than anything. Right. No, what I, what I wanted to do, because we, we can't take the yacht at this point. That's pretty much a foregone thing. Um, I, I wanted to just leave the Athlonium with one last little fuck you before we leave, though. Can we fire those weapons into, like, the munitions depot? from where we're positioned, or like into the munitions cache on one of the other ships next to us? Quite possibly, if you wanted Because I remember there were crates, crates of munitions just sitting around. <laughs> yes. Daily. I haven't learned the, their lesson from the last yes. time. Uh, did I tell you what you found? No. Ah. Uh-huh. You found uh, mention, at least to the specific captain himself, letters between himself and the pilot, which seemed to be the first mate. Since you guys are investigating around both the first mate's quarters and the captain's quarters, and fully looking into them, you do indeed see that there were correspondence between the two of them in order to keep it secret from the rest of the crew exactly what their mission was. It seems this was just refueling and a little bit of shore leave for the crew. Oh. Before they headed further north up the coast. So we stopped them. Then. Oh. Do I know why they were heading? Does it say why they were going north up the coast? It seems that, you know, one of the locations that they were told to hit was Firebend, uh, capital of Syrium. Okay. The other being Rock Hall. And uh, the last, or actually one more being Fort Aerith, and the last one being Jotun's Watch. They would have found Ragnall and Cow. You don't know this. Am I, am I aware of what Tea Leaf is reading here? Is he aware of what Tea Leaf is reading? Are these names significant to me? Oh, quite significant. Or at least Fort Aerith is. You know for a fact because you talked to Ragnall prior to him leaving where they were going, and there seemed to be a significant fortress that was originally set up by believers of Bahamut called Fort Aerith. Yeah, this is a big problem. Tell you, skating. So am I, am I aware of what you're reading? Yeah. Now you're completely aware of what I'm reading. Okay, so this is very significant news, not just because of Fort Aerith, because we have their battle plans, or at the very least what their next steps are. Um, Maple, Maple Keep, is that in the direction of... of uh, of where these locations are mentioned, or are we going in, like, another direction? No. Uh, Fort Aerith would be north. You're and going... going Maple Keep would be west. West. west Maple okay. Keep is also in the direction of Padstow. Okay. Yeah, the most so, direct route to Maple Keep is through the Veilwater 
Valley, or not the Vale Water Valley, the uh, Wetherill Vale. Okay. Which um, you are very familiar with because that is where you grew up. Okay. Tea leaf. Tea leaf. Um, I would pass that information along to one of our contacts. Uh, who's the... I, I always forget. He's like the very first guy we spoke to at our first campaign, that old guy. What was his name? Cameron. Actually, that yes, guy. it was Caramon. Uh, not only did you speak to him at the very beginning of the campaign, but you also spoke to him before you had the showdown in the yeah. Temple of Sarenray, where Stop two right people back. had the flash of where church was. That'd yeah, be so I would um, I would recommend showing this to Caramon and see if he can disseminate that to the proper channels uh, in Syrium, because this is information that does need to be passed along in order to prevent possibly a horrific invasion. Um, this is like massive if we want to stop them from incurring like further incursions north um but i'll leave i'll leave that up to you yeah that that as well that that's it's critical that is now that has become an important thing yeah and that kind of ties into the whole you know assisting the resistance this, this that, that all ties together I would say that is more critical, though, than helping the miners, but they still need to be helped. Yeah, I, I'm, that is all Tea Leaf can think about at this very moment in time. Yeah, so I'll leave that up to you. He needs to go check on Cal. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that up to you and your group. Me and Cyril still have to do our own thing. Um, as for the yacht, though, before we leave, uh, did the captain have, like, a, a salary or, you know, any money laying around from, from his pay? It seemed the captain had, as you're looking through, and this is very hard to find, give me a, uh, actually one more investigation check, please. Someone's on the bed. Modified 22. Okay. Tea leaf. You said investigation? Yes. Uh, modified 24. Okay. You both come across the same exact spot. It just seems to be this very little hole-in-the-floor type of situation, uh, false panel. You both pull up on the false panel and find a bag underneath it. Yes, homeboy kept a stash. You bring up the bag and start pouring it out and counting it out. It seems 200 pieces of gold and three platinum. Holy <laughs> All right, tea leaf. Obviously, we need to split this evenly among the group. <laughs> we all put in equal effort here, so... So, with three platinum and 200 gold, uh, how much... How many gold is a platinum worth? A platinum alone? Um... It's one of those very weird things, like one silver in at least this world is a hundred copper, one gold is a hundred silver, one platinum on the other hand is a thousand gold. I'll take one platinum. That's all I want. <laughs> I'm you sure can, you, you can, can give me up the rest. Give me the platinum. So that is three thousand plus. <laughs> Too much gold. 
So let's see. We have we have Cirrus, we have Tea Leaf, we have myself, we have Cyrodiil, we have Becky, and we have Zan. Did I miss anybody? Bastion somewhere. We don't know. Bastion didn't help us with this. He can go fuck off. Um, <laughs> oh yes, six people. Uh, let me just do some quick math here. Two hundred divided by six. Divided by six. So that's five hundred thirty-three point thirty-three gold per person. Um, Wait, how much? Five hundred thirty-three point thirty-three gold per person. That's thirty-two hundred gold divided by six. Holy shit! Uh, we we we's rich boys. Um, I'm assuming that these platinum can just be like split, like we can cut them off and use portions of them, like they would actually in real life. Or can we no. not split platinums? No, it's like trying to break down a hundred dollar bill. Okay. In this universe, it's pointless. So, so they, they don't they don't evaluate the worth of platinum by weight. Nope. It is That's a punched coin. That's really stupid. But I, um, okay. Then hold on, I gotta go kick Logan. That's down. fair change. Uh-oh. You gotta Just go kick Loki's platinum. ass. I'll take the one platinum. It's five. No. I knew immediately when he said three platinum, I was like, we're gonna have to share this. I just won't No, that's that's twice as much as what you actually should be getting. Um, so here's what's going to happen. What I say, you so, almost died. so I will take one platinum for me and Cyrodiil to split. Okay. Cause we would each be getting roughly a thousand. Well, it'd be a thousand and sixty split between each of us. So we need to be yeah. getting 530. So I'll take one platinum and 60 gold for me and Cyrodiil to split. Okay. I will give the rest over to Tea Leaf so that he can split it when the time comes in the correct avenues. If I find out he did not split it appropriately, he is going to be finding himself with several new holes in his body. <laughs> that was great. I don't steal from the team, I promise. <laughs> he doesn't, though. He doesn't. It's a group effort. Tea Leaf, I check promise. your chat. <laughs> Modified 27. <laughs> Come on now. I'm going to um, perform an insight check on Tea Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, Davos is not pressing a Tea Leaf right now. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Okay. I'm not disputing this. Go right ahead. Roll insight. Modified 21. What do you wish to do with this? Like, do you wish to compete against him or not? Tea leaf? 
compete against him with what? Oh, his insight, insight check. Sure. Yes. I don't know what he's insighting, so I, yeah, I'll compete against it. Uh, roll it and then message it to me. To nope. see whether I can tell you're trying to deceive me uh, when just, you say you're going to split the money evenly. He's never. Oh. He's never stolen. Well, then the you can. That's fine. I'm telling the truth. I will split the money evenly. He's never stolen from. That's the what team. the inside rule is for, my friend. The money that we found together, yes, we will split that evenly. Go right ahead, make. You uh, rolled. Twenty-seven. Yes, for your insight. I did. Yeah. Oh, for insight, no. No, he, not you, you insight. Him? What did you roll, Davos, for your insight? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. 21. Okay. Tea leaf. Roll me persuasion, but do not, like, message me in separate chat. As far as you can tell, Davos, and you have been around Tea Leaf a very long time, he is indeed telling the truth. He will split the money evenly that you two have found with the rest of the party. Okay. So, as I said originally, I will be taking one platinum and 60 gold to split between myself and Cyrodiil on our own mission. Uh, okay. The other two platinum and 140 gold will be going to you to split evenly with the rest of the party. That's not the one I want to press. God, can you imagine what Man. you can buy with this kind of money? Ain't shit, really. You look at a set of plate mail, it's 1500 You said it was a 140, right? I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of spell components, the kinds of spell components you could get with this. Of course you would. I'm a warlock. I mean... <laughs> how, many, how many spells I can write down in my, my, my grimoire now? <laughs> oh. Okay. He's never done that. Oh, uh -huh. So, Cyrodiil. All right. You are you are you uh you kind of wealthy now. <laughs> A little bit. So, as you guys sort of prepare yourselves, get onto the skiffs. I'm gonna put that book in my backpack. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to do before you all depart? Um, how many guns can we man? At once? Five. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So, let's go ahead and load Zan's body, or not, his unconscious self, onto one of the skips. <laughs> Just in preparation. Uh, the rest of us, anybody who can man a gun, let's go ahead and uh, get him manned and uh, fire away at the munitions that you can find anywhere. Either the munitions depot, one of the ships that has munitions, anything that looks like it'll be a little bit explodey. 
Seared is a little hesitant because that's metal. You can use metal weapons without breaking the taboo. It is metal armor. Okay. I'm a man of gun then. All right. Let's do it. And because through the searching and everything, your sickened condition has gone away, all the guns are mounted, therefore they are a stable platform. I want everybody to give me an attack roll at advantage using dexterity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Modified 20. Modified 17. Uh, modified. Using dexterity, I think modified 23. What was it again? Does she need to get higher? Okay. Yeah, you have advantage on this. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Three. Modified. Yeah. Two. Twenty-one. I got twenty-one. Did you leave? I got twenty-three. All right. I would say everyone who got above a fifteen, but that is everybody. Yeah. Roll six d ten. Holy, I'm just going to do that on that. All of us individually do 6d10? No, you can roll it all together at one point in time using an app of sorts if you want to. Or for my lovely assistant. I have one. You can roll it for us if you want. You have three d10s. So we should each roll 6d10. Yeah, 6d10. Six 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 okay. Oh, some of these are church dye. Let me see. Like the colors, kind of, are church dye. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, hang on. These aren't damage points that you guys are rolling. This is how many automata you completely eviscerate. 54. 33. 23. Hang on. 27. 42. 27. Yes, no, this is how many automata you guys completely eviscerate by each blow of these what look like just ballistae sitting here. Thank you, Dan. But as soon as you line it up and you, ballistae are fairly easy, it's just a basic catch. Mm-hmm. You realize there is no bowstring or arm strings that go between the limbs. There's just this little thin purple line that reaches back. As you try and touch it, your hand goes completely through it. As you touch the release, though, since they are mounted, no recoil, nothing like that. You just hear, as you see a ball of arcane energy flow out from the front of it and hit one of the buildings. And it's like a fireball went off. Are we destroying uh, their shipyard again? Yes. yes. They haven't learned. 
Like, this is damn near going through a broadside. We we are helping with the resistance just by doing this. I'm definitely going to check on Cal now. I know somewhere Bastion is just laughing like a fucking madman. He's like, he's got like popcorn. (laughs) He's like a little kid watching an action movie. He's got popcorn and he's like, ooh, ah. Yeah, somewhere. The lights just blow up in his eyes as they zoom in on his face. (laughs) He's all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was picturing him running down the alley, flashing and hacking, going. Like laughing Do you hear the people take? Me no, you guys don't even hear that. No. No, you don't hear that. You hear none of it. Unfortunately, at this no. point in time, you don't. Well, especially with the big pot of gold, we don't. Oh, yeah. No. I'm just laughing maniacally with a joint in my mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, as soon as we. Uh, Fire off the first volley straight to the skiffs. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. Any goodbyes to each other? I'm going to just look at the rest of the group and just be safe, guys. You too. You know. No, no dying. No trying to be the hero, Davos. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'll leave that to you now. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, I leave (laughs) it. I'll do my best. We all know the roles we have to play. We'll see each other again soon enough. Hopefully yes. with church in tow. Hopefully. We're gonna go driving. get our Superman. Best of luck, my friend. Okay, Davos, let's do this. We all gotta check on everybody. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you guys board the separate skiffs and take off. So who is Davos with? Davos is on the same skiff as Cyrodiil. I'm gonna like when we get like as we're saying goodbye. Like I'm just gonna touch my arm so Dutchie can be like hello, so she can say goodbye too. Yeah. So. I meant Zan. Where is is Zan? Oh, Zan is loaded on the skiff because Zach. Or at least Davos had actually said that uh, prior to blowing the fuck out of everything, uh, <laughs> made sure that Zan was loaded on the skiff that was heading back into town. So, in other words, the skiff that yeah, he's, uh, Tea Leaf and Sirius and Becky are on. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's with you guys. accidentally leave him on an empty skiff and have him wake up by himself going, uh, the fuck me? <laughs> the fuck? No, Davos made it very clear that Zan was to be uh, brought onto the skiffs, etc., 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 and taken care of in due course. Yes, okay. So. Oh, uh, right, 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 uh, in the process of saying goodbye, um, I give Becky the books on. Let's uh, go through the list here. Uh, the book of Athlonian history. Um, actually, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. The book on Athlonian history. Okay. You should probably find that interesting. Yes, very much so. Thank you. 
Alright. Without much further ado, you guys load on to your respective skiffs. And I say this with every wholeheartedness because you guys actually did this, but you just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> An entire district of it, at least. Technicality. Yes, technicality, you fucker. <laughs> no, as uh, Davos... I mean, are you still wanting to stop by Padstow on your way to Maple Keep? Mm, maybe on the way back if we have time. This kind of seems more pressing. Okay. That is perfectly all right. I'm going home. Yep. Now, with that being said, you guys take the maps, or at least the basic map that you do indeed have, have the general direction and course set for Maple Keep yeah. and head that way. I'm gonna just like look back to make sure everybody else gets off. And it doesn't take you too long to actually cut over the mountains. Uh, the Spearwatch Mountains. Even though you are heading to Maple Keep, dipping into the Weatherall Valley and then passing out through the Farriers Pass is indeed the fastest way as well as the safest route. Because it goes through Syrian territory, not Aflonian. Sudo so gets real nervous real quick. Mm -hmm. No, Dutch is right there, head on the edge of the boat, watching. Tea Leaf, Becky, Cirrus. Zan passed out over one of the benches or seats in the boat itself. As you guys start to head out from the boat, um, you trying to make a stealthy landing away from the city? Yes. Okay. Now, as you do that, you somewhat swing around and up the mountains that are right there next to the Skyport District, back down them, and then along the path that leads straight down into where the old ruins are. Actually going into the old ruins and sort of setting the skiff down. You see Davos and Cyrodiil passing over, and you just hear a faint violin playing in the background. At the ruins. Interesting. Yep. Is Bastion playing the role of Nero now? Uh, apparently. No, as you walk towards the sound itself, there's the very burly <laughs> man. His armor has changed from that lean design that he normally has to one of more Bastion got an upgrade no he didn't get an upgrade to more of a rugged design his cloak's still about him he looks down at you well friend I knew you had it in you I figured I wouldn't dis I wouldn't interfere with this fun time I could have used your help but yeah, we got it. When? 
You had it completely. And besides, How do you always seem to know where we're going to show up? Because it's Bastion. Because I always love to be where the fighting is thickest. And also where the thickest are fighting. Oh. <laughs> As I knew that was coming. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. Oh, my good little halfling. You can see it coming from a mile away. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. In any case. There was a toy inside that burrito. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. What is it? What In any case, my dear friend, it seems we are needed back at the wet end. Rather promptly. Okay. Mistress um, Merriweather is, uh... It's a jalapeno! <laughs> anyway, Mistress Merriweather has been rather adamant that I come and retrieve you. Did my dog do something? Your dog? No. Not yet, at least. Oh, thank goodness. Is something wrong? Uh, besides the innkeepers taking quite affectionate to your dog and now calling him Mr. Snoofers. Oh. The Poofers. <laughs> he's no longer Goliath. He's, he's a war dog. <laughs> Apparently not. He likes his kisses more. Oh. Of course he does. But point still stands. Seems there have been a few people who have taken notice of us blowing shit up. Ah. And I was yes. like, I didn't do it. We do seem to have a habit doing that. Uh, you and I both do, unfortunately. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Yes. And among that, there is indeed one other person... who we need to talk to. Oh. Especially if we're heading north. Oh. Oh. He gives you a look. Fuck. Yes. Do I want to... I don't... Do I want you to say it out loud? Say it. Say it, say it, say it, because I'm not there. No, you don't want me to. But for the benefit of the rest of these people. It seems time is turning and he is actually worried about someone. God this damn time. it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes, I know. Oh, God damn it. May the odds be ever in your favor, Tiny Hobbit. Why him? What does he want? As I said, he have he's... things to kill? As the clock ever Slowly. runs forward, yes. I wish he did indeed have time to kill. It gets him off my ass. Man. But point still stands. He seems to be worried about someone and the balance. What is he worried about? He wouldn't tell me. Lucky. Said he'd only speak with the one who cheated him. Ooh. 
boo-boo, that's you. Seems I've been around too long to know his tricks. Okay. If I must. Yes. Uh, please do bring your friends. It might be easier for him to not kill you. Good idea, bring your friends. You're in trouble. Ruck row, tea leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not very happy. What did you do, Jimmy? I blew something up. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I do my favorite thing, blowing shit up. Okay, and as you guys, um, we should probably hide the skiff so that it's here when we come back. Yes. No, as you guys uh, go through, definitely hide the skiff and make your way back to the wet end. Forge papers in the hands, and what have you? Uh, Bastion's form shimmering back to that of the lithe elf, a violin in hand, playing it as a fiddle, a rather jaunty tune. As you guys marry up to the town of Eastwatch, or the city of Eastwatch. And that is where we shall call it a night. Okay.